This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTB Koi gig pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Who has the ability to play like Sexton? That is the question. Fiona Coughlin, how are you? Hi, morning, Hesley's. Where are we at with our out-half situation now? Um, it just gets... Clearly, we need Sexton to turn 37 this week. The ground, the waters afterwards just seem more muddy than ever. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's obviously unfortunate for Harry Byrne to go there and not get any game time from home with injury. Um, Crawley's certainly taken his opportunity, particularly this week. Uh, you know, the first game it was a little bit murky, but that was only his second start at 10. Um, so then this was his third start. So he certainly improved immensely in that 12-day turnaround. Like, And that just, I suppose, will give the coaches kind of confidence in that they have a player that can improve and, and where can he go to. But I think it is key to him getting game time this season and where how it's going to look like at Leinster because obviously he would be fourth choice 10 at Leinster uh, with Ross and Harry Byrne and Sexton obviously ahead of him. So it's about getting him that game time. And I, I was listening there and about the versatility. I think having versatility is great and, and in lots of areas around the pitch, the back three, the centres and stuff. But I think at 10, um, I think you need to nail down that position. I, I think Frawley spoke, he doesn't want to be jack of all, master of none. And I think it's really important that they're going to focus on him as 10 at international level that he has to play 10. Is he a real um, candidate now? Because uh, I, I find that I find this out half thing fascinating. You know, you look at the heir to the throne in various roles of life, and it's quite obvious. It, it couldn't be less obvious in the Ireland situation. And our reliance on Sexton is so pr- pronounced. That's fine, but like, how does the coach and staff? Uh, is it organic where it decides right? This is our guy to go for because you're literally talking about four or five individuals here who could get that job. Listen, I think they've put time into some players that haven't fronted up and delivered. We've seen um, the likes of Carthy, Billy Burns, you know, Harry Burns been in there. And um, obviously Carberry has come back to the form that we kind of expect him to come back to. And whether his best position is actually 15, I think it possibly is. And that now Frawley is stepping into this, but it's a matter of giving him that game time. I suppose a lot of them probably through injury haven't had a lot of consistency in game time at, at the highest level. And look, we we have to give him. There's no one going to match Johnny or get near him in the next year. Uh, but we need to get game time into some of them uh, so that they're ready to go, hopefully not injury to Johnny, but he doesn't have to play five games on the bench in the World Cup if you're looking to get to a World Cup final. What have you made the tour so far? So, like, uh, I suppose what are we talking about? A week ago, this could be a not from five the way Ireland were going. Um, obviously, a lot of disappointment after uh, the first test and <laughs> in three or four days, a long time in rugby. Oh, look, I, it's a hugely successful tour now. Like, you know, going into this, I didn't know what we were going to come out with. I was thinking one win would be would be a successful ter- tour. But I think the improvement in both teams, the test team and the midweek team, in a short space of time was unbelievable. And just the work that the coaches had to put in to get two teams ready for high-level ball is really impressive. And and then some, some of those players really putting their best foot forward and, and putting, like, you know, they, they could be in contention for test spot places, but I think... Andy Farrell will stick the team that he had as much as possible. Obviously, there's injury to Gary Ringrose, so that'll be someone slotting in, whether Finley Beelan will be able to make the bench or not. Someone might slot in there. But, you know, the likes of Coombs, Timoney, Threadwell, 
and Frawley, you know, definitely put their note there and we'll be in the conversation, but I just don't think it's going to happen this week. But yeah, hugely successful tour now, regardless of what happens this weekend, but they'll, they'll certainly look to want to go one better. How impressive is Andy Farrell? Because like he just uh, exudes this kind of calmness, even when things aren't necessarily going well. It's been a bit, you know, reasonably... It's been very successful since he took over, but like he's he's never far off scrutiny as well. But he just seems to like that response in the second test was quite stark, and obviously the players completely believe in what they're doing. Look, we were all slating him um, in media for the first I don't know what year and a bit, um, and the players had full confidence in him. Then Johnny had spoken a lot then about things were coming together. They were confident in in the way they were playing, but we just couldn't see it on the pitch. And and then suddenly things clicked, and and they were getting those performances. And there seems to he seems to have real confident players, and puts, puts his faith in them. Like if you look at the likes of James Lowe, who's been slated for his defensive performances, Andy Farrell takes him, does work with him, and he comes even stronger. Jameson Gibson Park was second string at Le- Leinster. Andy Farrell sees something in puts his confidence in him, and he and he repays it in full faith. And I think when you hear the likes of and Peter Manning talking about how good the camp is, how good the environment is, how they're not, they're supporting the midweek team and they're all in together. Like, you, you don't say that for no reason. Like, you don't fake it. You, you just say nothing. So I, I truly believe that there is a really good vibe in camp and, and they're all getting on and they're all working towards the same thing. And, you know, even even Craig Casey at the weekend, you know, delighted obviously with the Mary win and the way it was going, but not hiding from the fact that he wants to be in that team as well and not afraid to say it. Um, you know, just there's real good, healthy competition there, I think. I've heard Derek McNamara come in and kind of crunch the stats on it. Like, what's happening with the All Blacks from your perspective? Because I guess that uh, the invincibility uh, thing is more of a veneer at this stage. And now they're facing a potential loss in this test 2-1, which I think a lot of Irish fans are expecting at this stage. What's happening with the All Blacks? Uh, in some ways, they probably don't have the players that they had Um years ago when we were looking at their invincibility in the last kind of year uh, I think when they came up in the autumn to Ireland we were talking about them being fatigued at the end of the season but that's clearly not the case now it's the start of their season and um, it just look like they're not connected uh, you know they've had injuries in their centres they probably wouldn't be the starting centres Whitelock is such a leader in, in that pack and him not being there for that second test was huge so I'll be interested to see if he makes it back this week what difference he makes to the pack but yeah, like they just there doesn't seem confidence on that kind of in, in their coaching team, and there's obviously a lot of rumours about Foster and the, the media and the public aren't happy with him as coach, and that kind of could filter into the squad as well. And so, look, they talk about a backlash this week, looking at some of the new media, do or die, and heads will roll if they don't win. So. There's definitely a huge amount of pressure on this New Zealand team to perform. Yeah, we've, we've spoken about the two All-Ireland finals today. Galway, Nathan would say it's a bit of a free hit, would tend to agree. Uh, Limerick are obviously overwhelming favourites. If you look at this test, Ireland are like, OK, if we do if we do lose, we've still won in New Zealand, we've created history. All of the pressure is on the Kiwis here, surely. Yeah, it, it's huge. And I feel it from... Obviously, the media coverage over there, but also around the fans, around demanding more and wanting results and wanting wins, and um, just from historically where this team were. And uh, I think the manner in which Ireland performed, particularly in the second test, I don't think they were as far off as, as the scoreline in the first test kind of, kind of probably showed. I think they were clo- Ireland were closer, but just that improvement in a week and being that little more accurate. It, New Zealand are very dangerous with like line breaks and one-off tries, whereas Ireland just seems to be more cohesive in the way they're playing, and I don't think New Zealand have that. 
Yeah, it's it's it was mad watching the documentary in RT last year. Where's your pride about that Irish team in the early eighties? What they did for the country at a time when it was really really badly needed. Um, completely different scenario now. Ireland's a different place, but these guys are going to go down in history. I mean, what, do you think that's? Do you think they're aware of what they're actually doing for Irish rugby in 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 New Zealand? I think they are now, and I think. Um some of the Paul O'Connor brought a few of the second rows together saying look you're the first this is how important this is and I guess you just getting that monkey off the back and having that confidence that you can go and beat anyone and look we knew they could beat our desire team could beat anyone on the day to go away and do it in really hostile conditions when you've had a couple of injuries you've not a huge squad to be able to go and field games back to back um I think they nailed and I just, as I said, the improvement in a short space of time was really impressive and like credit to the coaches and, and the players to be able to turn that around. You sound fairly confident. Look, I, I think you're always wary of New Zealand. I think Ireland, the way they're playing, if they can win that set-piece ball and they can get into their shape, um, I, I think they're the better team. Like New Zealand still have very good internationals that can turn it. The likes of Will Jordan can score out of nowhere, but I think as as a team goes, Ireland are a better team. But it, it's important that everyone performs. You know, obviously there's a lot of talk of Sexton and when he went off in the first test that we didn't step up and we didn't perform after those 20 minutes. I think it's really important that everyone performs regardless if Sexton's there or not. So we need to win our second ball. We need to have that speed of rook ball, which is hugely important to the way we play and. Look, if we get that, I think we can match anyone on our day. Two, two last points. Love the red brick uh, interior behind you. Um, massive fan. Getting a nod from Colm, our producer here. Everyone's actually agreeing. Um, big fans. Forget about all your um, endless TV shows uh, on RT about home improving, all that nonsense. Just look at Fiona's gaff. And finally, uh, you won an intermediate All-Ireland Gaelic football with Clontarf, I believe. So who wins, Galway or Kerry? Oh, God. Um, Jesus... I, I think Kerry, um, you know, I thought going into that match against Dublin, I had Kerry down as favourites, even being a dub, that was something to say. But yeah, I, I think I think Kerry. But, you know, All-Ireland finals, it's those one-off games, who rises to the occasion, the pressure. You know, I just think Kerry probably might deal with the pressure a little bit better. But I, I, I genuinely, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd be excited to watch it, though. Uh, before all of that, enjoy this weekend, Fiona. Thanks, Alien. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.